welcome to Mondo Hollywood on UMFM. My name is Amanda Stefaniak, and I hope you're ready to hear music that may want you to start solving mysteries, as today's episode is dedicated to the film and television soundtracks adapted from the works of Agatha Christie. Since the 45th anniversary of her death at age 85 is on January the 12th, it's perfect timing to celebrate her many creations, including Erko Perot and Miss Marple, who we just heard Ron Goodwin and his orchestra playing the theme he wrote for 1961's Murder, She Said, the first entry in the MGM series of movies starring Margaret Rutherford as the elderly spinster with a knack for solving crimes. But before we get into the music starring her most famous sleuths, let's start with some of the newest adaptations of her work. Since BBC bought the exclusive TV rights to her work in the UK in 2014, they've been faithfully releasing TV miniseries of her works, including last year's The Pale Horse, based on the 1961 novel. And we'll hear Anne Nicotin's made titles for that, along with Andrea Riseborough with Let Me Call You Sweetheart, which was featured in 2016's Witness to the Prosecution. And then we'll hear the original 1957 movie trailer of Billy Wilder's adaptation of Christie's 1953 play. But first, let's hear jazz trumpeter Donald Byrd and his version of C.C. Ryder, which was featured in the 2017 theatrical release, Crooked House, which was based on Christie's 49th book, first published in 1949.
The most electrifying entertainment of our time. The stunning climax to a half century of motion picture suspense. The setting is London. The story, two people in love. A murder and a trial climaxed by the ten most breath-stopping minutes you've ever lived. The cast, Tyrone Power, in love with a woman who holds his life in her beautiful hands. Charles Lawton in the most scintillating role of his brilliant career. Marlena Dietrich, the woman of mystery, a fascinating question mark. Mrs. Fowl, do you love your husband? Leonard thinks I do. Well, do you? Am I already under oath? We are dealing with a capital crime. The prosecution will try to hang your husband. Betty Bye! Go upstairs now, get undressed and lie down. Oui, what a nauseating prospect. How did you get hold of these? What difference does it make so long she gets what's coming to her? What have you got against her? Ha! <laughs> I'll give you something to dream about, mister. Want to kiss me, ducky? Witness for the prosecution. You killed Emily French. No, I didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't kill her. I never killed anybody. The question is, Frau Helm, were you lying then? Are you lying now? Or are you not, in fact, a chronic and habitual liar? Damn you! Damn you! Leave her alone! Damn you! Members of the jury, are you all agreed upon your verdict? We are. Do you find the prisoner at the bar? Leonard Stephen Vole, guilty or not guilty of the murder of Emily Jane French? Guilty or not guilty? The answer to that question is the end of most mystery stories. But in witness for the prosecution, it is only the beginning of a series of climaxes that I defy you to guess. You'll talk about this picture all right, but you'll never tell the ending to your friends, because you won't want to spoil their excitement and their fun.
Gypsy's Acre. A quiet place in the country. No hint of anything sinister. But sunlight and shadows can play strange tricks. That was the first time I saw Ellie. Very first time. A beautiful girl. A summer romance. All perfectly innocent. And yet... I've got a feeling we're being followed. That's funny. That's what I thought when I came here. Get away from this place, girl. Go now before the harm's done. Tell nobody, not even your closest friend, the terrifying secret of endless night. From the best-selling novel by Agatha Christie comes a film masterpiece of chilling suspense. And yet, curiously, it is a love story. Mike, please don't go. Please don't leave me. Please, please. I've never met anyone like you before. Never. Never. This really is a love story. Nothing is really what it seems. 11,000, 12,000. It's a deadly game of pretending. 13,000. For everyone. 14,000. Even Mike, who plays in one world and lives in another. Where to now, madam? Uh, back to carriages, Rogers. Certainly, madam. Close friends get closer all the time. I really love Ellie, Mike. But the house in Gypsy's Acre keeps its secrets. I can't see anything. Your health? Madam. It's a house of tomorrow, a house of many surprises. But what seems like a fabulous place to live may be a fantastic place to die. Stay where you are. His incompetence borders on the supernatural. Whether of this world or the supernatural, the danger is very real, very close. I thought I heard something. What was it? Like a child crying. That sound that you and Greta heard, it wasn't a child, was it? It's a cat. Siamese cat. You have let her take possession. Ellie! Tell nobody, not even your closest friend, the terrifying secret of endless night.
Mondo Hollywood salute to Agatha Christie on 101.5 FM in Winnipeg. And that was Joseph Horowitz with the main title for the 1983 TV series Partners in Crime. We also heard a great trailer for 1972's Endless Night in There based on her 1967 book. You can also hear some of a great Lost Bernard Herman score that features a Moog synthesizer. And apparently there's just been a new European re-recording of that soundtrack. Um, so I'm going to have to try to get my hands on that one. So let's go back to the author's very first published novel from 1916, The Mysterious Affair at Stiles, where she introduced Belgian detective Hercule Perrault, who appeared in over 50 short stories and 33 novels. His very last story that ended him with dying was written in 1942, but wasn't published until September 75, just months before Christie's own death in January of 76. The New York Times even published an obituary for the detective on their front page, a first for a fictional character. There have been a few notable actors known for playing the detective, including Peter Ustinov, six entries in the mid-70s to late 80s, before David Suchet began his 13 series reign in 1989 as Perot. That ITV series was a huge hit globally, with over 700 million viewers in 100 countries, and we'll hear a clip of the actor speaking on the set of the very last episode, which aired in 2013. But first, around the time Margaret Rutherford was starring in MGM's Miss Marple series in the early 60s, Tony Randall donned the Perot mustache for 1965's The Alphabet Murders. And as you would expect, this Frank Tashlin-directed entry is more comedic than later entries, and it even features a cameo by Rutherford as Marple encountering Perot on the street, something the author herself never dreamed of doing, once saying in an interview, Hercule Perrault, a complete egoist, would not like being taught his business or having suggestions made to him by an elderly spinster lady. So let's start off this set with the Ron Goodwin theme for the Alphabet Murders. It's played by Enoch Light and the Light Brigade, before moving to the 1974 entry Murder on the Orient Express, which won Ingrid Bergman a Supporting Actress Oscar. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hercule Poirot is, for me, much more than the character on the written page. Uh, Hercule Poirot, for me, almost, is a real person. You're a detective. I am the detective, Colonel Curtis. He is the person who was responsible for my life for 25 years. The truth, it has the habit of revealing itself. I've got to know him, I've lived him. No one can always be right. But I am, always I am right. It is so invariable, it startles me. He's my invisible closest and best friend. Getting into character is a very detailed process for me, beginning from the moment I'm dressed and I get into the car with Sean driving me, because at that point, I'm learning lines. But then I go to makeup, and then the serious business of the day begins. The key to it for me is that moustache. Once that moustache goes on that lip, I think it's true to say that you will be speaking to Hercule Poirot. Thank you for having me. I have enjoyed all the little adventures that I have solved. To you all, au revoir. Merci beaucoup.
Prince of the Desert has the power to seduce. I ask you. Have you ever loved so much? Been so possessed by jealousy? That you might kill them? You had something to hide. The crime is murder. Should have hidden it, shouldn't you? The murderer is one of you. I don't feel safe here. I don't feel safe with any of them. It's too late to change events. It's time to face the consequences. I have investigated many crimes. But this has altered the shape of my soul. I am Detective Hercule Poirot. And I will deliver your killer. How many great stories are tragedies? From the 2018 TV miniseries, The ABC Murders, featuring John Malkovich as Perot, that was Isabel Waller-Bridge's opening credits theme. We also heard the trailer of the upcoming big-budget remake of Death on the Nile, which continues the run of Kenneth Branagh as the Belgian detective, which started in 2017 with Murder on the Orient Express. We also heard a track from Patrick Doyle's score in that last set. And thank you so much for listening to Mondo Hollywood today on UMFM. I hope you'll join us again next week for another curated hour of soundtrack music. Before we go, let's hear a few tracks from the Miss Marple series, the amateur detective who appeared in 12 of Agatha Christie's novels. Besides Margaret Rutherford, other actresses such as Angela Lansbury and Helen Hayes played her on the screen, but it was the BBC series starring Joan Hickson, produced from 1984 to 92, that most people associate with the Marple character. And we'll also hear the theme for the ITV series, which ran from 2004 to 2013, which Geraldine McEwen and Julia McKenzie split the role before ending the show with Patty Brooks singing Close Enough for Love, the theme for 1979's Agatha, which was based on the period of the author's life where she went missing for a short time. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, take care.
CBS Wednesday Night Movies. The wily Miss Marple returns. Don't I look like someone you can trust? But can she solve this baffling new mystery? Somebody shot him in the head. Arsenic poisoning. Who's behind the multiple murders at a home for wayward boys? He tried to kill me twice. Helen Hayes and special guest star Betty Davis, two of America's legendary stars, create a lethal combination in Agatha Christie's mysterious tale, Murder with Mirrors. You really suspect it? Next. And won the 
Close enough. 